0: To talk about on this week's episode of Just Another Sports Podcast. Uh, welcome in everyone. Breakswat Tech Josh Smith and at FNP City editor Alan Etzler is with us for uh, I think a third consecutive week. Right,
1: three straight. We're on a roll. We are on a roll. I wish and you would tell us when there's lots to talk about. You need to tell us that before we come <laughs> in here, hey man. Because I have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. You guys are gonna be surprised. Okay. I'm not. I'm not good when I'm unprepared.
0: But um, Alan's uh, 49ers. Uh, Handed it to my uh, Browns on uh, on did. Monday
1: night.
2: Did that game change your opinion on how good either team is, Josh?
1: Yeah, it did because I hadn't seen anything of. I haven't watched anything <laughs> of the 49ers. now I have watched the Browns because I'm I'm like openly rooting for the Browns because of Greg. So, I watch them like a little bit each week, but I have not seen anything from San Francisco. Not that I didn't know they have their stuff together and they know what they're doing, but the defense is like way better than I um, imagined it was. Yeah. My,
0: my takeaway was not so much with the Browns because mm-hmm. I think they're going to be up and they're a young team that's going to be up and down yeah. all season. But the 49ers are way better. I didn't think the 49ers were that good, especially after they barely beat the Steelers, despite having like a plus five turnover margin. So, my takeaway was the 49ers are a lot better than I thought. Although they they lost Kyle Juszczyk, yeah, that one of their best players mm-hmm. to an injury. It was
2: literally right as I texted you guys about how important he was to the team. Right. He sprains his MCL and is out four to six weeks. That's, that that's guy, pretty terrible. He, he is, is awesome. a badass. He is so great. He is. And he he was in Baltimore. And Kittle's the same way. Yes. I, think. I yeah. think they're very similar players. He's, ma- he's making same skill sets. They just play different positions. He's, mm-hmm. he's making money like he's a great player because he's yeah. making like seventeen million dollars a year as a fullback, which you which you don't see. But I he mean, allows them to do right. so much just because of the
0: position he plays. Yeah, I mean, you just forget how good Kyle Shanahan's yeah. blocking schemes are, yeah. and how Mike Shanahan's were in Denver all those years, and why right. Terrell Davis. Well, I mean, Terrell Davis is really good, but but helped by that
2: um, yeah. by that blocking scheme. I had I had one takeaway with the Niners defense. You guys mentioned. It it is nice to finally see the amount of investment they've put in the mm-hmm. defensive line actually look like they've put that investment in that defensive line. Yeah. Um, Lots of draft picks there. Yeah, five right. first round picks along that Good defensive guy. line. Both, uh, Bosa, Bosa, Buck- DeForest Buckner. Buckner, Eric Armstead, D. Ford, and Solomon Thomas all play along Thomas the defensive line. Thomas is the line. kid I was thinking of. And uh, Thomas hasn't really, he's been kind of the one that hasn't really panned out. <laughs> the other, the other four really work well together and they all, uh, they all bring some, kind of some yeah. different strengths uh, so I was I'm very pleasantly surprised to see how good that defense was. Where's so the,
1: where's their first loss? Like if you looked down, down at their schedule. Their schedule's pretty soft. I mean they, uh, they, they could be they, At the
2: beginning of the year I thought it was a really challenging schedule. Now they ha, they it's have not the, shaping they're, up they're
0: playing at the Rams this week. So this is the this is a big game for them uh, uh this week. Okay. But but after that it's not much of a
2: schedule. If if they get through this week the first loss I don't think comes until they have Seattle, I think, week ten.
0: Yeah, on Monday night.
2: Yeah. That's probably that's like, probably like but what, that's at home.
0: Like like what's the gap between okay, so they play the Rams, then so read, the, so, read The Redskins the
2: Redskins, the Panthers, the Cardinals. Okay. Then so, it's
0: the Seahawks at home. So the Panthers are playing reasonably Jeez. well. If the if they if the Niners have a bad week or don't yeah. show up that day, they could lose that game. But but yeah, I mean they're in position to really be like Eight or one, eight and one, nine and one going into that Seattle game.
2: And then they've got a really tough end of season stretch, which is where I think we we you could see quite a few losses. They've they finished with Green Bay, Baltimore, at Baltimore, at New Orleans, versus Atlanta versus And LA they're gonna be flexed on
1: the they're gonna be flexed on the Seattle. national television like every week. You could maybe. really see
2: them in a lot of primetime games, yeah. Yeah,
0: so so the Niners were really good and um and I, I think the big takeaway too is the NFC West is easily the best division in football. Yeah, they look that Cause, way again. Because, I mean, the Rams have lost two in a row. They're 3-2, and two, and they have had a good first three games. They, Seattle they, they looks really good. It to the Saints. They handed it to the Saints. Seattle's 4-1. and one.
2: Russell Wilson looks like the MVP right Did
0: now. Did you
1: see that freaking throw he made to, uh, what's his name, in the back of the end zone? Lockett. That was so crazy. I mean, just like, and, and you know, on both ends, the catch was incredible too. But to be able to make that throw was, uh, I, I haven't I, seen one I credit like that.
2: that to his baseball. Sure. That's a middle. That is an absolute middle it's an arm angle throw. Yeah. Change the arm angle. Yeah. He and Pat
0: Mahomes
2: both mm-hmm. with baseball both back, baseball players both with baseball backgrounds
0: do that better than anyone. They they can really make and, and they if,
2: throw I and mean, when they throw it from that angle, the ball just looks beautiful. And, then, and mean, they both
0: throw. It, they can both throw it from weird angles on yeah. the move too. Yeah. Like Pat Mahomes throws it across his body better than any quarterback I've ever seen in my yeah. life. So he, he most quarterbacks can't do it, but he does it like like it's effortless. So. Um, yeah, my uh, my bad look of the week is is coming out of the Browns. Uh, oh, you, okay. guys, you guys might know I'm where I'm looking, going. Looking forward you know, to. It. But yeah. my bad look of the week is coming out of that Browns uh, 49ers game. Um, the, we'll talk about the Nationals a little bit. I mean, we're in a weird spot recording wise because we're recording right before they play their decisive game against the Dodgers. So we could say a bunch of things about the Nats and the Dodgers, but yeah. by the time people really listen to this thing, it's it's going to be yeah. decided and over. So we won't we won't hit too much on that. We'll do our normal segments, throw some people on the boat. Um, uh, but I wanted to start with with the Redskins firing Jay Gruden, and not that. Wow, we're all shocked that Jay Gruden got fired. I mean, we all knew that was inevitable. But like, what is the path forward now for the Redskins? I mean, they've they've announced they're not starting Dwayne Haskins in their. Fr- in a game that they really should win, as bad as they are, they should win on Sunday against the Dolphins, and they're not starting Dwayne Haskins. Just what is the proper path forward for the Redskins over the last 11 games?
2: It, it's the same Oof. path forward it's been for the last 20 years, and that's backwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, g- going backwards to, to,
2: to go forwards, yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, why would you start? I, I'm sorry. I Keenum, I, I, Case, I wouldn't start
0: him. Case Keenum apparently is is going to start. I would. 10.
1: I said at the beginning of the year he's the guy that should start. The way that things have developed with their offensive line, I think Donald Penn, who is, like, filling in for Trent Williams, he is now hurt. So they're going to have a third string left tackle, right? I, I I would not start that kid. No. I would start one of those other two journeyman guys the rest of the season, see where the chips land, see what kind of draft pick they can get, and, you know – Really, kind of just focus on next year.
2: Well, I want to look at next year then, because let's say they do that. Yeah, There's a good chance they finish one and fifteen, zero and six. Do they pick a quarterback? Is that your question? Yes, that's a because really this good was question. only who ownership wanted. They're going to bring in a new coach. Does the new coach d- come in and want his I, guy? I bet, do they pull the Cliff Kingsbury? I bet
1: they. I bet they stick with with Haskins because of what you just said. Like that guy is who he is the local kid. He's Snyder's guy, I think, and they're not going to want to. Mess with that, I think. Even if they get number one or number two, and they'll they'll do it. Maybe they'll pull an RG three and they'll trade out of that spa- spot and get you know six picks from somebody. Well, then there's an they probably screw that up too. They probably would. Just there's an trade argument. for the
2: three pick and that's it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> they'd swap one pick back. There's an argument to be made then that you should
0: play him and see what he is over these last 11 uh, yeah. games. Because if you go into next year's draft without really knowing what you have in Haskins, I mean, then you're sort of but, like, do we take a quarterback? Right, or not? I understand. I mean, do, do, do we need a quarterback? If Haskins comes in and is horrible and clearly isn't the answer, then you're going to want to use your very high you draft pick on a him. quarterback.
1: I just don't think you, like, you saw what he, he played one game, half a game against the Giants. And the Giants defense, by the way, I watched them last week against my team. They're bad. And he threw three interceptions against them right. in a small front time frame. I, I So you saw a little bit of what he is. You see what their offensive line is. I just don't think you expose him to any playing time and just, you know, trust that he's doing the work, uh, you know, through the week and practice and studying and watching Keenum and Colt McCoy, uh, you know, play that position and, and run this offense and – uh, just look forward to next year.
0: And then and, uh, really what's out there to back up your argument is that most people that cover the Redskins say that Haskins doesn't really yeah. – he can't get the plays. He, he doesn't call plays very well. He's not grasping the terminology very well. So, like, how well does he even know the offense at this point? So that's another reason not not to just throw him in and let and set him up for failure when, when he's when he's clearly not ready. The thing about him, though, and it's sort of a cautionary tale, is he's he only played one year of college football. Lot, I mean – so and I think he played, I, in,
1: he played in a fantastic offense. too. he
0: did with Urban Meyer at Ohio State. But I think some of these teams have to look at that and say, do we really want to draft the guy that's had one year of big time college experience? Um, because it their learning curve is is going to be that much steeper and 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 that much more difficult trying to. I mean, mm-hmm. Deshaun Kaiser did it out of Notre Dame. Brian Kelly, his coach, said he's not ready for the NFL. Do not do not get drafted. He 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 defied. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly's advised went into the NFL. He was pretty bad with the Browns for a year, and 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 is barely hanging on. I think is a backup. I think he's still in Green Bay, if, I, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But again, one year of college experience, and and do you, should you really be spending a high draft pick? Uh-huh. Paz was actually with the Raiders, or, or the Raiders. Now, yeah, he's not even with the Packers anymore. Or he was traded so. from the Packers. Huh? Yeah, right. He was part of a part of a trade. But should you be? Should these guys be spending? Should these teams be spending high picks on guys that have only? Have one year of college experience. Well, I, I, th- I think it's a cautionary tale because look at it, who made the pick. You
1: know, right, it's, it's Washington. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, that's all you need to know about that.
2: And the only time it's going to really happen is with quarterbacks. Yeah, that's the only time you really see that. Any other position, you want to see multiple. Well, Kyler Murray experience. was that's
1: Kyler Murray was a one season big time college quarterback. So,
2: and you weren't even sure if you were going to get him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was still a chance he goes and plays baseball.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they it, were willing to take that risk. It, it's so st- looks tough. like it's going to pay off. But. It's so tough to
0: say because there's examples where guys have been thrown right in and they've excelled. There have got there have been examples where guys have been thrown right in and they've they've been horrible. So uh, it it really just depends on the person and and, and the makeup and the, the mental makeup really of the person. And it,
1: it,
0: he's not he's not going to really learn it until he gets in there. But well,
1: that's true. Um, I don't know. I still think you know, just looking at at all of his background just let him sit for a year i don't i just don't see a need to rush him in there of course the redskins will probably totally botch this
2: speaking of which
1: (laughs) that that, something else they botched like a bad look that we could say press conference yes what dan snyder like where in the hell are you buddy like seriously you're not going to show up and you're going to put your this your right hand man this buffoon up there that uh, uh, you know to speak for you and um you know and this it's a it's a monumental you know time in your organization whenever you're changing head coaches and yeah you gotta i can't imagine i can't imagine like steve bashotty not being at the press conference if they would have fired john harbaugh yeah, they, they sort last of, year they two sort years of, ago they
0: also sort of like heaped all of the blame on jay gruden yeah and made it seem like now that jay gruden's gone everything's hunky-dory we have a great culture great we, culture. we, have, we have great
2: players it's damn
0: good and and every, yeah. everything was jay gruden's fault now that he's gone watch watch us improve but
2: scott a, van pelt absolutely nailed it with the damn good culture line i, did, I didn't hear he said he could have shown up nude and not been any less self-aware to the situation <laughs> than when he spoke that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and now, well, the, the the problem with the Redskins is they don't really have a true football guy in charge. Like, Bruce Allen is like a businessman. He's working on, like, their new stadium deal, which which people are saying is close. He's doing all these other things outside of, like, football-related on-the-field matters. And the Redskins don't really have a true GM or, or a true football guy running their team. You might want you might want to hire one of those and let <laughs> and let and let Bruce Allen run like the business side of the team, which he's oh, very, yeah. which he's very good at. Because the Redskins are making money like a, like most NFL teams, hand over fist. So so it's a, on pure dollars and cents. It's a pretty damn successful business. But on on the field, it's been a, yeah a disaster. And
1: all you need to know about Bruce Allen's um, ability as a GM is. That he hasn't traded Trent Williams. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Like he is not going to play for your team. He's not reporting. He's made it known he's not playing for your team. And yet this guy keeps saying we're not trading him. Watch him trade him, and he'll watch him get like a fifth round pick or something for him. Like because he's I I don't know. He's just not cut out for it. The longer the the longer he
0: waits, the less he's going to get in return. Yeah.
1: So uh, that's that's uh, example you know one one right there of what kind of an idiot he is.
0: Right. So the the Redskins definitely need like a football guy in charge of their operation. I mean, and some of the names that have been thrown out there as, like, potential
1: replacement. Like, Mike, like, like
0: Mike Tomlin. Like, Mike Tomlin's not leaving the Steelers to, to come to a stable.
1: <laughs> How can you talk about him right is, now? He still works for the Steelers. <laughs> right. A
0: state. Why would Mike Tomlin leave a
1: state, a stable, bedrock NFL franchise to,
0: well, to, to come run the Redskins' the
2: the
1: And they're just going to fire him after Ben Roethlisberger's out for the year? Like, I don't, I'm not sure that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the Steelers. The Steelers have been so I understand.
2: mediocre I understand. the last. I understand. No, but the Steelers. And they're worse than
0: mediocre this year. The Steelers don't. They don't do that. They, they, don't, they don't fire coaches. I mean bill cowher that people were screaming for his head they've for never years. been that
2: bad no i'm but, trying to think if cowher but, but, had a couple of down years no, maybe he he did cowher, with, with tommy maddox
0: with like he was like six and ten a couple Before people were, Ben, yeah because i was i was in college in pittsburgh at the time people were screaming for cowher's head and the steelers just uh, they wouldn't fire him and they're not and they're not gonna fire. i don't see them firing tomlin i mean ben roethlisberger's hurt so that, i mean that's part of their problem let's go who, but, who else um, is
1: on the list there who else are they talking about?
0: Uh, uh, Beanie. Uh, oh, I like him. Uh, who's the Chiefs' uh, offensive coordinator? I talked about
1: him last year and said that he will be a head coach somewhere, and I I couldn't believe he didn't get yeah. a job this off season. But right. yes, I, uh, I would. That would be a that would be a, a good
0: one. I've heard Todd Bowles' name. The the, no. f- the flamed out coach, Stupid. Who, who's a defensive minded guy, uh, coached the Jets to mediocre seasons. He's a coordinator, so right. Uh, um, what about Byron Leftwich? Yeah, he's a hot name. I mean he's got to finish the season in tampa first and when tampa's had some good games i mean they scored 50 plus against the, the rams but they've also had some clunkers too so i think we need more of a sample
1: size as the old saying goes on i don't and, know and who's Byron uh, who's coaching quarterbacks uh under uh, mcveigh now it's probably going to be him right well i mean <laughs> whoever whoever somebody's like the water boy uh, the rams water boy will probably get the redskins head coaching job
0: a lot of people want to see this Kevin O'Connell, who's already on the Redskins staff, uh, who's never called plays before. Yeah, they they want to see more from him. Is, is he going to call is, plays is, now is, 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 or is Callahan? I, I, I think I think O'Connell might be calling the okay. plays now. I'm. Yeah, I think I did um, read that. Um, so people are interested in him is because yeah. he's connected to like everyone sees like oh, the next Sean McVay.
2: I've got, got the hottest name for you. There you go. Um, mine's a college name.
1: Okay, well, I can't remember his name. It's the guy who was the Maryland's fill-in no. coach last year. The guy who coached Maryland last year. He's not, he's out of a job right now. Oh,
0: it's uh 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 K- Kavanaugh?
1: No, who are you? Who Alan, Who are you? Lincoln For Riley. Lincoln Riley.
0: Okay, that's a that's a good one. Um Maybe the the Browns might be looking at him if Freddie Kitchens can't. Lincoln Riley, is he going to leave together? that is
1: he going to leave Oklahoma though? I, I mean, that's a pretty plum college job, isn't it? How much money is he making? I
2: mean, everybody thinks the NFL is better than college, except for Nick I don't Saban. Know. Nick, Sab- Nick
1: Saban doesn't, right? Uh, what's his name at Clemson? Dabo is not going anywhere. I don't think. I think that's just the perfect, you know, situation yeah, and, for and him. He's
0: ma- he won't even get that much of a raise. In- he's making like nine million dollars a season. Um, um, and he's a, he's a, Dabo's against the players being allowed to get paid, um, receive compensation,
1: um, law. So that's Matt Canada, Canada. Yeah. I, he's out of a job. I read a, I read a really good story by someone. Who the hell was it? So, uh, the Washington Post maybe did a story on him uh, just kind of like hanging out down in, on the beach in North Carolina for a year, sort of waiting to see what shakes out. And um, I, the story just talked about how respected he is and how he's, he's been one of these guys who is through his career has play has coached under so many different, um, you know other coaches and he's learned all of these different systems and he's incorporated all this different stuff um, he has a great understanding of offenses i could see him being a hot name and coming back to that area he
0: strikes me as a coordinator type but but yeah. but, but maybe
2: kellen moore's a name a lot of people are yeah. throwing out yeah i mean we just to see how dallas
0: shakes
1: out Another
0: name that's quietly out there is Mike McCarthy. Is is, oh, uh, is, yeah. is out there? He shouldn't. So, he
1: should not yeah. be
2: a head coach ever again. The, like the recycling head coach thing. Yeah. Like if you failed here and then you failed here and then you failed. Like watch him bring Jim probably Caldwell just not well in. that good. How, how's the Adam Gase experiment working
1: right, out? Exactly.
0: Well, uh, with, with with the Jets.
1: It'll be Jim Caldwell. I'm calling it right now. They're hiring him. Get out there, you know, uh, you know get, who else? Get out there, Dwayne. You know who else? C- c-
0: complete some passes.
2: Another yeah. one who
1: may be recycled it, it could be Leslie Frazier, who's doing a hell of a job as the Bills' defensive coordinator. Just threw up in my mouth. But like he's he's the exact kind of guy that the Redskins would hire. Yeah.
2: You know who they should hire? The who's perfect that? man to lead the Washington Redskins. That's the triumvirate sitting right here. Is Mike Leach. Mike Leach. Hell yeah, that would be so fun. Yeah. God, I would would love
1: that. We would start covering the Redskins again, Greg. (laughs) I would be like – I would tap myself as the Redskins beat writer. Like, yeah, I'm going down to the press conferences every time he speaks. Yeah, that would
0: be fun uh, for sure. Yeah, he certainly understands offense. Uh, It's interesting. uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're not deserving, but lots of uh, minority um, candidates. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, It seems like the Redskins are almost focused on that. I'm telling you,
1: the enemy enemy would be great. He would be fantastic. I just wonder if – He's gonna get. He's gonna have other options most likely yeah. after this year. It's gonna be a much more appealing uh, exactly. job, exactly. And Andy Reid's gonna be like, you don't want to go to Washington. Like he's been around the block. He knows. And Biehnemy's been in the league a long time as an assistant coach. And yeah, he he would not pick Washington over every other right organization probably
0: uh, the enemy's name will come up too in my um in my bad look of the week uh, segment so really I, I have a couple i have a couple of bad looks this week and a couple of good looks uh, to, to, to steal something of your uh thunder, okay, no, that's uh, fine Josh, so i
1: think i just had a bad look so. we're not <laughs> moving
2: on from football are we uh g- no what do you want to talk about i just had one quick question yeah i mentioned it to you guys i actually want to hear your responses there's been as far as i can see more backup quarterback play this year than i can remember i guess yeah who has been, and there's been some good ones who have been impressive who have you been most impressed by that has come in that wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year and who have you been least impressed by? Oh,
1: man i wish i could give you a definitive I'll run, answer i'll because, run down the names. Well, i haven't watched a lot of them but go I'll, ahead I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: most
2: impressive i would say it's you got
0: to go kyle, kyle allen, allen of the panthers okay. who's come in for cam and won some games and also gardner uh menchu uh, of the jaguars his the Jaguars have been in every at least mm-hmm. in, in every game that he's played so I've, far.
2: I've been impressed by by Gardner quite a bit, uh, more than I expected to be. I'll run down some of the names and, and see if I refresh any of you guys. Just and yeah. you can see if you stick with those answers, Greg. Um, Josh Rosen is coming for the Dolphins. No. Oh. Luke Falk came in for Sam Darnold. Colt McCoy, Mason Rudolph for the Steelers. Been playing well. Devlin Hodges for the Steelers. Jacoby Brissett filling in for Andrew Luck. That
1: one's not too much of a surprise, if you ask me. Yeah, I, he, I agree with you. He, he's he's played before and done well before. Gar, good Gardner
2: leader. Minshew for the Jags. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones for the Giants. Dwayne Haskins, Colt McCoy for the Redskins. Uh, uh,
1: I, I, I did watch Jones uh, against the Vikings. He's going to be good. Yeah. I, think I, so too. I I I I'm like everybody else will eat my words because of that because yeah. I was just like a Duke quarterback like who in the <laughs> hell ever drafts a Duke quarterback.
2: Uh, Chase Daniel for the Bears. He
1: he is what you thought he was, <laughs> right? To quote Denny Green, the, the Bears he is who we thought the, he is.
2: the Bears are who we who we thought they were. Right. Mister Theodore Ted Bridgewater for the Saints. He's exactly the same Kyle guy we thought he was. Kyle Allen for the Panthers.
1: I I've watched Teddy because I it's like I have this it's it's really difficult the, the, thing. The Saints for me. are winning games. Yeah. With I am Reese. most
2: excited that he has been as good. as Yeah, Sears. it's a really
1: difficult thing for me. Um, part of me just wants to see him light it up because I love him. And uh, I just hate this, I hate the Saints, though. But he's doing he's doing what he does. That's just the that's the kind of player he is. He gives he'll he'll do whatever whatever it needs to be done to win the game.
2: I agree. I would I would agree with you on the name that I've been most surprised by is probably Kyle, Kyle Allen because I had no idea yeah. he even existed. I mean, uh, and he be, and he beat uh, out. Where did Will, he go to college? Uh, Texas A and M, I think. Oh, he did. Okay, and he beat out. He Will, was Will undrafted, be- uh, free agent and beat out Will Greer this year in the offseason. So um, he's I think he's in his second year though. Was there a, is there
1: even a broader question that we wanted to talk about here about quarterbacking in today's NFL and whether or not it's easier to play quarterback or whether Ooh. or not the quarterbacks are just better.
2: I think it's that I think you're less likely to find I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it. I think there are good quarterbacks out there who could be successful in the NFL that never really get the chance. Yeah, I agree with uh, that because they don't meet a certain yeah uh, thing. Now I forget the circumstances with Kyle Allen and why he went undrafted. Um, but,
0: but if but if you're the Saints and the Panthers and you lose Cam Newton and Drew Brees, you're just thinking, how do we survive? And, how, how do we survive until these guys get back? But these these teams are winning. They're games, thriving. They, yeah. yeah, right. They're winning games without
1: these guys. So I mean, but I man, just man Teddy
2: Bridgewater. I really didn't expect him to look this good. Yeah, he looks really, really good.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's a combination of things with in this league where you know quarterbacking is made is being made easier to play because of the rules and, and mm-hmm. things like that. For sure. But at the same time, like we've so it's been a good I don't know how much how how long has it been that there's uh, really been um, you know a lot of like quarterback coaching even at like the youth level and stuff like where these kids are getting specialized training from age 9 up you know that's this has been happening a long time now right. it's such a it's become such a big business that sport that you're seeing i think we're seeing the fruits of that now because there are just you know, every team has three quarterbacks who could be legitimate starters in the NFL, or you could plug them in and like who this kid from Pittsburgh? I'd never even heard of him. But mm-hmm. He came in and he played well enough, and it looked like they were you know they were in that he game. Didn't he didn't turn it over, right? Yeah, exactly. I
0: think part of that was a product of the Ravens had no idea who that guy was. Yeah. They they weren't prepared for him at all. So let us see him this. He plays Sunday night. He'll be in there Sunday night, I imagine, because I don't think Mason Rudolph will be back uh, in a no. week after he was out cold for several seconds on the field um but let, let let's see a team that actually game plans for them how how they yeah. do against them speaking so. of game
2: plans i think that's another thing is Coaching. we're seeing more coaches have the ability to especially with carolina and, and the saints uh game planning to tailored to, the to strength. their strengths of, of Bridgewater and Kyle That's Allen. good coaching. Right, yeah. exactly. And you don't necessarily see that with Adam Gase and the Jets. I mean, Luke you
1: know, and then look at the pieces that they have around them. Obviously, yeah. they have tons of weapons, great receivers, and great offensive lines and stuff. So that makes things, you know, much easier for these guys. The,
0: the, the trade deadline is coming up, and I guess you can't trade Bridgewater until Breeze gets back. But you,
1: but you, you don't want to, I mean, I don't mm, think, I don't think they, they, they don't want to. Yeah,
2: they, even as much as they love Taysom Hill, I don't think you –
1: Teddy is, I'm telling you, he's he will take over for Drew Brees when he retires.
2: Yeah. Do you do you think they would take a first round pick for Teddy? Uh,
1: I don't think anybody's gonna give up a first round pick for Teddy, maybe. I don't know that anybody would. Uh, unless, unless they're in like next say uh, maybe that happens in the preseason of like if somebody's starting quarterback tears his ACL like happened with the Vikings and mm-hmm. and uh and and, and Teddy. Um it would be like almost the shoe on the other foot or whatever. Maybe that could happen. But I, I don't think they want to trade him. I don't think they will.
0: You, I don't think you, so either. You mentioned least impressive so far, Alan. Is there any? Is there anyone? Has there been anyone that you guys have been really not impressed with? I mean, Josh Rosen doesn't almost even count with the Dolphins just because they're trying to lose and, and and they purposely have zero talent around them. So you almost can't count that. But is I there have an
2: answer, but I want to make sure I give you the right one. So give me a second to make sure. I that, mean, I don't know. I, I think I would have been I, terrible. Right? right?
0: Ex- exactly. I, I don't think there's anyone that you look at. Yeah, and say, I, would, Man, I wouldn't say
2: this guy's been terrible. Um, but I think I was expecting a little bit more out of Mason Rudolph. Uh, yeah, he, he he looks sort he of. He just played in such a high-powered offense, and he he really doesn't exhibit much arm strength. Mm-hmm. He looks and sort of he's a big he, dude too. Yeah, he looks sort of average
0: so far. Yeah. I, I I agree with you there, but but it's again he's only played
1: a couple of right. games. He so. sort of looks like he sort of look as, as average as Baker Mayfield does. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I might start arguing here in a couple of weeks if Odell Beckham Jr. is the best quarterback yeah. on that roster. Yeah. <laughs> That is a <laughs> both those are fair state <laughs> are fair statements. The, the so, two so passes far. he's thrown have actually looked beautiful. Yeah, the one he, the one's an incredible
0: been, athlete. The one the one should have been caught. And like there's Wasn't it the he, first
1: play of the, first play of the game this week.
0: Yeah, he threw yeah. it to Jarvis Landry, and and he puts on vi- the run. Odell puts videos on Instagram about him bowling, and it looks like he's just fooling around. And he's like <laughs> bowling two hundred plus games, He's messing around, get a triple double. Yeah, of you know, those guys, l- <laughs> right? Like he just ridiculous and like everything that he he's yeah. like, there was a video of him swinging a golf club, and it looked like – I mean, everything he does – He, re- he a- really, a- truly a- a- athletically a phenomenal, is athletic. phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Right. So He's a beast. A- have you guys been following the situation with China? In, Absolutely in, in, not. In, in, I hope in, we wouldn't in, bring it up. Uh,
2: yeah. I'll hard pass on that one. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to say, though?
2: <laughs> no, this no, is you can, you, Yeah, you You're can talk host. about it. We'll listen. I'm, I'm
0: just saying it's, uh, it's, it started over the weekend because Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, uh, issued a – rather innocuous looking tweet uh, supporting well, two the, sentences right supporting the uh anti-government protesters in hong kong who are for freedom human rights i mean what, what's what's so bad about all of those things well the chinese government doesn't like it because they control hong kong and uh and they had they banned they, they said they wouldn't work with the rockets uh any, anymore and, and they sort of banned <laughs> um uh, and, and anything to do with the Rockets in their country well, off the television right. TV and the, the NBA had to get involved uh, and apologize Adam Silver called Maury's tweet regrettable which was well I'll use my f- favorite word a bad look um, uh, for the NBA because you're saying hey this guy is tweeting in support of human rights and freedom and you're saying it's a regrettable tweet. So Adam Silver's had to since backtrack from from his tweet and say, "Of course, we we, we uh, Daryl Morey's free to express himself and express his viewpoints and stuff like that." But and
1: that's what's really surprising is that because Adam Silver is such a he's been he's like he's like the example of you know he's right. he's what you want as an as an uh, right. a sports commissioner. So
0: he's so this is a, I mean I I feel for him because he's in a very tricky situation here because China does major business with the mba and it's a, it's a huge country it's, it's a huge country that does major business with the mba so he, he's, he's sensitive to that obviously and has to be but at the same time he's the 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 anti he shouldn't be slapping down the the uh human rights and freedom tweet from from
1: uh, daryl moore yeah i mean i think so, this was a situation that would have best been handled by saying nothing <laughs> don't respond right Yep. Just say, just be okay. That was what he had to say about it. If right. he wants to apologize for it after the backlash occurs, that's fine. If the Rockets want to say something about it, that's fine. The NBA should have just shut their mouths, not even addressed it, and tried to tried to operate as you know, as if it didn't even occur. If,
2: if China is as interested in the NBA as the NBA thinks China is, they're not going to lose business with China exactly. For- an extended period. They yeah. might use it. They might lose it for now. right? Yeah. They yeah. might I lose mean, some type yeah, of partnership the, for now. The, the, and but boo-hoo ultimately and, China's gonna want to come back yeah. because they're gonna see the same benefits the NBA sees in the partnership. And Boohoo, the
1: NBA loses out on some money because of whatever right. this backlash Newsflash, is. The NBA's doing
2: yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Chinese state-run television instead of suspending the current broadcast arrangements for NBA's preseason games in China. So the situation does seem to be escalating, but but it's not at a critical Pointer and, and to your point, Alan, the, pe- the people will come back if if they're truly yeah. invested in the NBA product. But the government controls <laughs> what people see there too. Right. So 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 that definitely is a factor. Um, being being a communist country, obviously, it's sort
2: of so. irritating how big of a thing this has become when like the actual issue in China really isn't being. That's why I,
1: exactly. Like I don't even want to like talking about this. Is uh, uh, that's why it bothers me because that's it's it's nonsense mm-hmm. essentially, right? Uh, not for, that, not that it, A lot of the stuff we talk about here is nonsense. Right. But.
0: Speaking of nonsense, it's time for my uh, bad looks of the week. And um, bring it. And I was I was all lined up to to make Baker Mayfield my uh, my bad look of the week because you can get away with uh, the flag planting and, and the crotch grabbing and not shaking people's hands when you're winning, but you're not going to get away w- with it when you throw for when you complete eight passes for 100 yards and turn the ball over three times. So. So when this in- initial story broke with him not shaking Richard Sherman's hand um I said wow baker uh, uh, well, like what are you doing you're you're playing horribly Did you talk in- to him is that how you, was that yes, how you exactly. addressed Yeah exactly I I I, 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 I <laughs> you I, called him you're <laughs> like wow baker I I te- I texted him and I said wow baker <laughs> what 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 is going on here? <laughs> Uh but then video services last night showing baker made the Pruder sh- film yeah shaking Richard Sherman's hand so uh so richard sherman for lying and making up some slight in some story gets my oh he gets your bad look richard sherman yeah i flipped it i I was i was all lined up for baker but richard sherman gets my bad (laughs) look of the week for lying about being (laughs) all right about being
1: offended all right i'm giving him my good look of the week i'm gonna give that to, to richard sherman just because i think it's hilarious like i i don't care i don't care that he made that up i think it's great i think it's we need more of this sort of stuff <laughs> in the NFL. Just like Thank you. grudges and even if they're perceived grudges uh, and guys and guys acting on their grudges and guys responding to grudges, uh, that's what I want to see. I think this is wonderful.
2: Thank you. I am going to expand on that, and I'm going to give press conferences my good look of the okay. week because I, there's at least five I will run down that are fantastic okay. this week uh, within the last two weeks. Um, on the Miami Heat Media Day, they went over uh, – the best gifts and memes of Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler was telling the reporter oh, what cool. he was thinking, what was going through his mind as it was happening. Fantastic, yeah. need more of that. Yes, uh, a reporter asked Deshaun Watson about uh, defenses oh being played Watson. and and what was going, why they weren't able to get more deep threats. This was two weeks ago. Then they asked the question again today, and Deshaun Watson gave some two of the most thoughtful, helpful answers. I've ever heard a football player give about the defenses in terms of what they're actually seeing when they're on the field and talking yeah. and breaking down what, what cover six is versus what cover four is versus what a spy is. Uh, and we need more of that. Let me say something about Deshaun that helps Watson. make re- reporters smarter.
1: If I, okay, here's what I, I, here's something I would say about Deshaun Watson. If we were trying to, if an alien came to this, to our planet and, and we were trying to show him what a football player was like a total package, I would, Show him Deshaun Watson, yeah, and even like his press conferences and stuff. Like the kid, he's just a great kid. He makes football look easy. I say it all. I, I love him. He's like my favorite player. He like, volunte- too. he like volunteers at like soup kitchens, like regularly. He just he just like founded him, yeah. the
2: Deshaun Watson Foundation, yeah, and it's gonna build houses and feed the yeah. hungry, uh, for people, disadvantaged youth and uh, families in Houston. Fantastic. Um, the other press conference uh there was oh nick bosa and richard sherman both gave yes. great press conferences i loved uh nick bosa talking trash to baker mayfield yep. and holding that four year two year long three year long yes. grudge whatever it the was Ohio State, Ohio terrific. State boy, right i need more of that in my life and lastly uh last night tommy Pham who uh, plays for the tampa Raiders, Oh, <laughs> i saw
1: this did you were you talking about his post-game press conference yeah Hold On go ahead
2: well it's about it was about how his upbringing and how yeah. difficult it was and and that his uh yeah. he had no father and this is a, a storyline we hear a lot of in sports uh, but he he was talking very eloquently about it and said that he's proud of himself. Was this a sit-down or was this no, the one on this the was, field? this was on the yeah, field. Yeah, see, I'm laughing because I, I loved how he was just so to the
1: point with the first couple of questions with that. And like and then he got into that. Yeah. He had a really deep answer about how he's proud of himself. And I love that. That was awesome.
2: I love that because I think it's something that athletes don't think about or talk about enough of. Everybody helps you to get where you're going. Yeah. But ultimately, like... These guys are the ones putting in all that yeah. work, and it's not often recognized and how that guy in how particular. challenging it is to get where you are. And you should be proud of yourself when you get that. Force. Wasn't he and like, more like a really talk about? Well,
1: it. I can't remember what his story was. Whether he was a really low draft pick mm-hmm. or and yeah. he no
2: busted one, his he, ass. Yeah, no one thought he would be a great. And player. Even when he started playing really well,
1: he played for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. He and he and he lit it up for the Cardinals, and they still didn't show him whatever the respect that he kind mm-hmm. of deserved in terms of his contract and retaining him. So that I totally agree with you was an awesome thing to see and it's been an awesome thing to see him you know succeeding especially in the postseason I wanted to say something else about that game and a good look and it was that freaking re- relay play now I only watched that game I was off last night and I literally watched five minutes of that game but I saw that play and I was like oh my god like my dad would love to have seen yeah. this because my dad was my little league coach and you remember Alan playing little league and like all of the practicing you did on hitting your cutoff man right and like this was just the freaking textbook play. It was a laser from Kiermaier, and it was a laser from in middle infielder. I can't remember his name right now to get Altuve at the plate. Just it was just so awesome to see. And I wasn't even rooting for them, but I mean,
0: well, the the Rays have the have the lowest payroll in all of baseball, yeah. and then they're about they're on the verge of um, of making yeah. the LCS against the Yankees. And the problem is they're facing Garrett Cole, who of the Astros <laughs> right. who hasn't lost since May twenty second. So yeah. that, that, was, is that, is that, that game tonight or good. tomorrow? Uh, t- tomorrow, That's Thursday. It's, it's the two NL games uh, Wednesday, and then Thursday okay. is the. Um, um, so let me let me say I, I gave Richard Sherman my bad luck of the week, but he and Baker Mayfield are the exact same person. <laughs> they're they they're the wear the chip Again, on the shoulder yeah. guys. Look and for, I love it. That's L- why I love L- Baker. Yeah. L- look for ways to for the people have slighted you and stuff. I mean they're they're the I will say they they're they're exact same person. So. Was was there, there, and Richard Turman is since he's going he to apologize yeah. to Baker if he hasn't already. So. Was there another press uh, conference or did you get
1: did you hit them all? Nope, hit them all. Hit
0: all, all, right. all five. Had another bad look uh, for uh, for this week. Uh, Travis Kelsey is is the Chiefs were losing to um the Colts on Sunday night, he shoved Eric Bienemy, the guy we were talking about. Oh, for the I Redskins, didn't see that I didn't uh, see it on, on the sideline. And he, he instantly realized that he really screwed up and, and like gave him a hug, like right after he did it. <laughs> so it was like one of those things, like, uh Oh, he he knew exactly what he did and how big a thing it was oh, going to wow. become. So, but he shoved the on the sideline. Kelsey's a very emotional yeah. player. Yeah. Like he's going to blow up from time to time. He did, he did here, uh, in, in a tough moment. Um, uh, for the uh, Chiefs, and this will actually segue into my good look of the week because Frank Wright of the uh, Indianapolis Colts is a, is a really good coach, a good backup quarterback, uh, led the biggest comeback in NFL history, and, and, and is a really good coach. He knew the Chiefs, that the Colts were huge underdogs in this primetime game on the road against, against the high-powered Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. He knew the Chiefs had a poor run defense. What's one of our themes on this podcast? coaching over coaching dumb coaching right run all, the ball all, all, when you're supposed all, to run the ball. all frank Wright did was run the ball 40 plus times in that game against a bad run defense and and the chiefs wound, and, the, and the colts wound up getting a big road win and, and a big upset over the chiefs just for simply doing what they were supposed to do not overthinking the situation not trying to prove Thank how you. smart yes. you are how you're the genius that's going to revolutionize the league like some of these some of these guys seem intent on proving and then by doing that he looks like a genius. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do, like, it, do what, what you're it, supposed to do. This team can't stop the run. All we're gonna do, we all we're say, gonna do, is run the ball. It's
1: okay to run the ball, guys. Like I don't know how many times I say that every Sunday and, when I'm watching. The and NFL. Even
0: if it wasn't running, if if they were a horrible pass defense, th- throw the ball 60 times. Right. Just do what the other team is exactly. back. Like there's coaching is so <laughs> become so overcomplicated sometimes for some of these guys that just 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 run the ball against a bad run defense. It's that, not that hard.
2: That uh, You made me kind of think of a, a good point here. Kansas City has played, they've lost, and they played a very tight game two weeks ago against Detroit. Are we sort of seeing some holes in the mm. armor here, some chinks in the armor, and a way to beat them because their run defense is bad? And you want to keep Patrick Mahomes off
1: the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds simple enough, doesn't it? It sounds like a reasonable and, strategy.
2: And when
0: all Chiefs fans were grumbling about how they never touched the ball in overtime, all they had to do was stop Tom Brady. Their their defense was terrible right. uh, the the entire second half of that game. I think Brady on that winning drive converted like three third and longs on that drive. D Ford is jumping off sides. So, they could have stopped the Patriots and, and gotten the ball for Patrick Mahomes. We didn't need a rule change right. stipulating that everyone gets to touch the ball in, in overtime. Um, so, the Chiefs fans were sort of negligent of the fact that their defense really isn't that good. So, right. Um, the other good look I had for the week was uh, the comedian and talk show host, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I okay. I don't. I didn't follow this story. I just and there's nothing about her that is appealing to me. I, right. I don't think she's funny at all. So I. No. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, wow, I don't, really? No, I've never, I, don't, I, I never. don't. I remember ever I, I, laughing at anything she's ever said. It's not. It's, it's not about you personal. Heart.
0: It's, not, it's not about personal taste with Ellen in this case. That's not the point I was trying to make. But she was seen. She was at the yeah. Cowboys-Packers game in the owner's box, and she was sitting right. right next to George, former President George W. Bush.
1: Why does this matter?
0: Well, George W. Bush is arch conservative. Alan, Alan DeGeneres obviously is is a right. big proponent of the L. Um, right. LGBTQ community, uh, out, very outspoken liberal. Politically, they're on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Right. So Alan DeGeneres was getting all sorts of reaction. How could you sit next to George Bush or yeah, of course, or, or, or what are you doing or or you you've betrayed us or whatever? <laughs> uh, yeah I mean she, 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 are she, you serious she, she was yeah. taking tons of flack for sitting
1: the at, world erupted. See, I, see anytime I see anything about her, I just ignore it because I don't think she's no. not worth my time
0: there There was a huge uproar over her just merely sitting next to George Bush um, <laughs> at, 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 yeah, at what a at, world at this football game. Who cares? And and, and I thought and my good look of the week is her response to oh, this okay. to this criticism, and she's and her basic point was: look, I'm friends with George Bush. You might not like George Bush, you might like me and not George Bush, but I am friends with George Bush, and it's okay. Like we're different. We're allowed we're, to disagree right, on some things, right? People that right, exactly. That's the point that she made that I thought was brilliant. Like you don't have to see things across the board eye to eye with yeah. people t- to be friends with them yeah i mean it's so it's 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 what's wrong with our political system like unless you see eye to eye everything Dude. across the board then you have to like be an enemy of that person you yeah. have to hate the person so ellen DeGeneres said look i'm friends with this guy and yes we, we disagree vehemently and, and, and in a very big way politically but we're allowed to be friends it's it's fine we're allowed to be different and that was gonna be my good look of the week is just her response to this well, criticism you're right that criticism is that is gotten. what's wrong with our country
1: you know it's almost like you draw a line everybody's just drawn a line in the sand here and said you know it's one way or the other i know friendships that have basically ended because of the political tenor of today and it's just ridiculous so good for her that's
0: Right, and one of her one of her phrases, one of her pet phrases, is "be kind to everyone." And right, she, and she brought it up again. She and she says That's a pretty good well, mantra. And she says, "When I say be kind to everyone, that doesn't mean be kind to everyone that you like or are friends with. Right. It's be kind to everyone, even right. the people you don't disagree. You could disagree with about some things." So. That could even be my scene or to be seen. I, just, I thought Allen, who again, I'm not uh, like, I, I don't have anything particularly against her, but I'm not a huge fan of hers or anything. But I, I just thought her response to that and like, it's okay to be different and you don't have to see eye to eye with everyone to like the person. Right. Um, I, I thought that was, that was great. So that, that's my uh, good look of the week along with uh, Frank Reich. So. Uh, do we have some people for the boat this
1: week or the bus? yeah, out, or the bus I got I got a couple I have to unload on here. Uh, the first one is uh, it's a maybe a group of people. I, I'm not even sure who these people are, but uh, and this always this is always on weekends when I'm watching football. Uh, all these commercial breaks, I see these damn state farm commercials. With Aaron Rodgers, first of all, number one, I hate Aaron Rodgers' guts. I don't want to look at his face any more than I ever have to. So here he is on my television screen constantly, number one. Number two – Baker's got a ton of – Number two, I don't understand the State Farm commercials at all. I don't know who this – dude is who's supposed to be an agent of something like i try to understand what like what is even happening here and i think there's supposed to be some humor involved in whatever these stupid commercials are but i think they suck and i want to put every anybody who has who like written or directed or produced these state farm commercials on the boat because i hate them uh second <laughs> of all you guys don't have any thoughts on that they don't bother you like they bother me not, not to that level. Okay. Though. Yeah. Well, it's because it all you know goes, what I do when I see something on the TV that off. I don't want to see. You just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And normally that's what I do too. But it just it's it all goes back to my hatred of Aaron Rodgers. So, <laughs> so I understand. So have why. you thrown him on the boat? No, I don't think I have because I really haven't had too much of a reason to, other than the fact that I just hate his guts for being so good um, and playing for a team that and doesn't And playing for a team like, that I hate. Ryan. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Like every time I watch them play, like I swear to God. When that Like, if that guy throws an incomplete pass, it, there's a flag comes out. Or he's, like, immediately you see him looking around. Like, he puts his hands in the air, like, his hands up. Like, how could that not be a flag? Like, literally every time he throws an incomplete pass, it, that is incredibly annoying. Who do, who do the Vikings have this week, by the way? They play the Eagles at home.
0: Ooh, will that be your first opportunity to bet against you? If Colin your team? is going
1: to Charlestown, I I will put money. I think I even said I wouldn't, but I I've, I think I've reconsidered this because
0: yeah, a smart coach and Doug Peterson, good quarterback. Yeah, they're going to get great gonna run get, defense. They're right. going to get
1: you know uh it's, it's sort get out it's, coach. It's,
0: it's sort of sort of a big game.
1: So you know, Cousins yeah. will have a it's bad game. A, it's against it's so. against a team with a winning record. Right, so he doesn't win those games. Um, that's not prime time game. It's not a national TV game but yeah i I might really put put some money down on Philly this week,
0: yeah,
1: um, secondly, uh, I have to put Washington Post columnist Thomas Boswell on the boat i I am so, so, so tired of the way he talks about washington sports uh, and and one tweet in particular that came a Monday, and I don't even have it in front of me, I think I sent it to you guys didn't I <laughs> Alan, you have your
0: it, it, it it's a bit yeah. it's a bit uh, overwritten. I can't
2: yeah. I can't remember if you sent it in a text message. I or
1: sent no. it on Twitter. He was he
2: was upset uh,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the Washington Redskins the time, fired the their, timing of the Gruden firing. Right here, hold well, on, let me see here. <laughs> he was. Leave it to the jealous, sick puppy skins to fire their lousy coach of their awful team on the same day Nats play game four of NLDS and day before Mystics may clinch WNBA title. Typically classless, self-centered Snyder-Allen trash move. All about us when nothing is about them anymore.
2: Can I, can I read one more thing yeah, of that you also sent us? Yeah. From Saturday. Oh, yes. <laughs> like a pirate ship sweeping up on a stately frigate with treasure in its hold. The Nats have no intention of playing fair in this National League division series or acknowledging any big league code of conduct or unwritten rules of fair play. They want the gold, the diamonds, and blimey the pearls, too. Oh, my God. That is gag-worthy. The idea, <laughs> the idea
1: that that... The Washington Redskins should have, should have taken into consideration that the Nationals were playing that night or the, or the before p- making a personnel decision such as firing their head coach on a Monday. When the hell else were they supposed to fire him? Were they supposed to wait until after the Nats want their turn game that by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, like What the hell is he talking about? The idea that also like just all of these washington sports fans just get on my nerves and like the the tone that the washington post takes with a lot of their stories is like
0: it's a fanboy tone
1: it is i hate to use that phrase but it really is and boswell in particular just goes way overboard with his language and his style of writing like he was going for a whole he was talking about like but pirates or i don't even know what the hell he was even going for in that piece that you read that paragraph because it went on for like four paragraphs and he was like i just read talking one about sentence. the pirates um talk, he was likening the nationals to being pirates or something like that but anyway like he's he really is kind of gross in the way that he covers this, this these teams and i'm kind of tired of it and i'd rather <laughs> and I, i'd rather not run honestly like we have a washington post uh subscription here so we can use their stuff and i really go out of my way to avoid running stuff that he's written because he's just so over the top and just i don't i just don't like his like he's a great writer he comes with some great takes and he's a really smart guy but i just his style of writing and just the way that he comes at you with his washington fandom it's uh, it's not for me
0: Tom, if you're listening, you're, 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 you're welcome onto the podcast anytime to to, to defend yourself. Yeah, so.
1: I, d- I doubt this uh, will um. get to him. I don't think he gives a rat's ass who I am. Hey, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure of that.
0: I, I'd like to see him issue a tweet about you. Yeah, and, and, right. and, and see how colorful that might be. So, um,
1: all right, those are my, It'd be overwritten, those are written. That's for sure. I had some strong
0: feelings this week. About Do we have someone for the uh, for the bus, uh, Alan? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Alan's we've, bus. We've yes.
2: sort of already already talked about one of them. Uh, one thing I want to throw on is more of a concept than a person. Uh, that is pass interference, instant replay. It's mm. horrible. It's horrible. What uh, are we doing? Uh, yeah. Now it's just a waste of time because nothing's getting overturned. Let's just get rid of it. Let's and
0: plus, and, pl- and I, I don't like the aspect of it. Like it wasn't called initially, but now they could go look at it and then uh, yeah. uh, retroactively throw well, a flag. It, they
2: don't, so it doesn't matter. Who cares? Get I was I was for it. Put when it on they, the boat. When yeah, drive it home.
1: When they came out with this rule, this one year rule, I was for it. But the way that it's shaken out, I don't understand why the league doesn't take a broader look at this and just say, you know what, this isn't working already. Well, we're it, done.
0: It was doomed from the start because it was a major overreaction to one play that should have been called pass interference in, right. in, 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 a, in a critical game. Yeah, it was just a big over. Uh, normally, when you're making a major decision based on a. Based on a uh, single play or just. When you th- make
2: decisions out of emotion, you make wrong decisions. Exactly. Thank you, Alan,
0: for saying what I couldn't articulate. <laughs> um,
2: the second, uh, there's two people I want to put on. Uh, their names are Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen. I want to put them on the boat, and then I want to put the Washington Redskins on another boat to London, and let's just get rid of the organization. Send them to London, yeah. And have our first overseas uh, NFL team. And we'll have the Queen own it. That'd be good. Because I'm sick of them. Yeah. Put them onto the bus and drive them into the Atlantic Ocean. I sure, there,
1: there probably is not a worse owner in all of professional sports. It is amazing. It is
2: amazing to me that in this market we have the two worst owned teams. Yeah, the worst run organizations in sports are the Baltimore Orioles yeah. and Washington Redskins. It is amazing to me that they happen to be ten minutes away from each other. Right.
0: I don't have anyone. Whatever. I don't have anyone great for the bus or, or the boat. Or um, I was going to throw these ESPN executives. Like um, I understand they're stance on not wanting their talent to talk politics and stuff but when it comes to this china nba it's affecting the nba so because ESPN's slapped people down for talking about this china nba situation look if it relates to sports they should be allowed to talk about it so
2: and and this relates to sports espn is run by a bunch of cowards so
0: yeah so i mean so they they should be allowed their talent should be allowed to talk about this situation uh so i'm throwing espn executives on the boat because this is a sports related uh issue yeah and not just a what what Dan Lebetard thinks about Donald Trump or whatever. Right. So I'm surprised
1: I'm, Dan Lebetard hasn't just said, you know what, screw you. I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna talk about it because that's the kind of guy he. Yeah, yeah, he, ha- he has before. He's done that before. So, <clears> right.
0: <throat> so uh, seen or to be seen. Mine will be the Alan DeGeneres thing. Uh, Alan, did you have one?
2: Yeah. Game four, Washington Nationals, the Ryan Zimmerman home run. Good one. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I hope that's not the end for him. But if it is, great way to go out in Washington. And I think we overlook a lot because we're in this era of nationals where we've got the Scherzers, we've got the Strasbergs, we had Bryce Harper, and now it's the Juan Sotos and the Anthony Rendons. We overlook just what Ryan Zimmerman meant to that franchise as it was getting off the ground. He was the only guy on that team worth rooting for for about a decade.
0: Yeah, he was the the face of a horrible franchise. Yeah,
2: he was the man, and I think he... He really hasn't got a send off. I don't know if this is actually his last year. A lot of people are saying it will be. I don't think he's made it official, but he really didn't get a send off, and I think that was a a great way to end it in DC. If he doesn't get to, come yeah, back. the
1: reaction was what I loved. You know, yeah. he he was incredibly emotional. He was 26 again. Yeah, so that was cool. Cool to see.
0: Given that the Nats have given their fans uh, a good season after after a poor start, given that they given their fans a, a wild card game victory, and given that they. Won an ele- they've won two elimination games now, including um, Mondays, which put them into this Game Five. Has their playoff run even if they lose to the Dodgers? Has their playoff run been a success? Nope. Didn't get out of the first nope. round. Okay.
1: They're going to lose tonight.
0: Yeah. I, I I'm I'm sort of on the fence on what I think Strasburg's is going to do. I I could see him get shelled or I could see him. I be, don't be be lights uh, out. This, out. Yeah. So, this,
2: is a, this is kind of a to me. This is a turning point in his career of how we look at Steven Strasburg. If he doesn't yeah. if he doesn't perform in this game. It, because he doesn't really have a performance that we hang that he hangs right. his hat on. Like Scherzer's throwing yeah, he, no he, hitters. He he's, he, he's the big game guy. And Strasburg's been a great pitcher for most of his career. But what has he really done to put his team to the next level? I, I just hasn't I, really come up.
1: That's a, good, that's a good way of looking at it. I, I just see this. I don't think it's going to be on him tonight. I think we are going to lose tonight. But I think it's going to be he's going to go seven. He's going to be great. And Bueller's just going to be just as good. And they're going to mm-hmm. lose by a run. You know that's what I see it
2: yeah it'll be interesting we're interesting. just gonna edit over this on uh, tomorrow <laughs> when we come in right we can do that Graham <laughs> could do that right Graham? thank you and yeah. we'll just talk we'll
1: just have Josh predict what actually happened. <laughs> um my my uh scene to be seen um it was this I, I did I did get a chance on Saturday night and a lot of times you guys know I work on Saturday night so I don't get to watch a lot of college football um but on Saturday night I got a lot of my stuff done. I was just sitting, waiting for a few things, as happens to me a lot of times at night. And so I got to sit I got to sit and watch some of the end of a game. And I, I had been flipping around. Ohio State was on. They were whipping whoever they were playing. I can't remember who it was at this point. Uh, there was another game on that wasn't very good. And so I've turned it on because I saw the score between SMU and Tulsa, I think it was. I can't even remember. Okay. That's who it was. The game went to like triple overtime. I got to sit and watch all of the overtimes. I love college overtime. Um, so there was like a missed field goal in there somewhere. There was there was just some great stuff. Um, I think what had happened was SMU, which is ranked, was trailing by like three touchdowns earlier in the game, and a bunch of people left because it was at SMU. Well, I think those folks didn't necessarily like get out of the parking lot, and the comeback started, so they, they let them back in, I think, was something that sort of was going on there. Um, and they ended up coming back and winning the game in like triple overtime or something. It was just a lot of fun. To, I, I don't get a chance to sit down and watch like college football very often. So to be able to see that in um, a cool atmosphere and lots of scoring and uh, excitement like that was, was fun to see. Would you,
0: would you be on board if the NFL adopted the college yeah, overtime format? Yeah,
1: I've talked about that, I think, on our, on our podcast before. That's I just like that. I like that style of overtime. I mean, I don't think that'll ever happen in the NFL. No,
0: just because you're already in field goal range, really, yep. or should be. I mean, some of these kickers aren't very good and would miss right. from time to some time. Some
1: variation of that I would be on board with, and I think that's been talked about, like, start them at the 40 or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, something uh, like that. Out of field goal range. So right, yeah. It, it was a good time to uh, to watch that game. All right.
2: Uh, all right, guys. Uh, Alan, anything else? Uh, yeah, another to be seen. Uh, Hulk Hogan said the other, uh, like, two days ago, that he's getting in shape for one more match. Oh Lord, he, I don't know if we need oh, that. Oh come that on, that is just ridiculous. He's sixty-six, I think. Can he even walk?
1: Can he? I, he's going to be pushing a walker to the ring. Yeah, like like
0: Steve Austin was asked about that recently, but Steve Austin's still in really good shape. Uh, despite Steve fact,
2: Austin is still not in good enough shape to have a good wrestling match. Right, right.
0: and 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 Hogan is is like. Ten years beyond that. Yeah. So at least they're not nearly in good as good
1: a shape as Steve Austin is. Do we have Do we have a bad yeah. wrestling body of the week here? Can we talk? Ooh. We should. That should be a new segment. Anytime we have Alanor, <laughs> uh,
2: John Bradfo- Bradshaw Layfield.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know him. Is he a current guy? No. No. He's been. He was an old older. He's well, in the off the nineties.
0: Well, what What you think of the debut on uh, Fox uh, for SmackDown?
2: I got that wrong. I said FS1. It was actually Real Fox. I was surprised yeah, about it. it. Yeah. It, uh,
0: it's on Big Fox. I think it's going to be on Big
1: Fox most the Rock
2: weeks. was a lot of fun. Uh, I saw
1: a clip of that. Yeah, yeah. He, he came and did a segment with Becky Lynch, which I thought was cool. He's always a home run, though. Yeah. So, um, um,
2: and Cain v- Velasquez, uh, which apparently is how you say his Cain name. is. Okay. I do not uh, know that. Uh, everybody says Cain, but the uh, Rey Mysterio, who escorted yeah. Cain out to uh, fight Brock Lesnar, uh, pronounces it Cain. So it looks hmm. like they're setting up a, a little big fight with Brock and... Cain Velasquez.
0: I'm not saying Velasquez is not in really good shape, but he doesn't have a ripped. He doesn't have a ripped. Body. He doesn't have a no, great body right. either.
2: Um, but he is a legit badass, and he's done some wrestling matches for other promotions I didn't so know that. far. And he actually looks oh. really, really good. Another bad look
0: of the week, Alan. Tyson Fury. Uh, th- th- oh, th- yeah. Th- oh yeah, those th- were, th- were terrible. Throwing fake punches on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so. just
2: hitting air with those punches. That is just that's some of the worst punches right. I've ever okay. seen.
0: As Alan said, "You're a boxer. At least make a fake punch look real." Yeah. So hit them
2: if you have to. Right. They get paid. Right. Just don't break their jaw. Right. So. We'll have to
0: do. We'll have to end each podcast round with like a little wrestling. Uh, segment, yeah, I,
2: I'm so. on board. I, I'll try to come up
1: with a bad wrestling body of the week from. And, and my, my expertise is all based in the '80s, so. Um, I'll well, the to, problem I'll to is, is we some. named so many. Oh, we last. did. We, you're, di- you're right. We did.
2: So we we've got a.
1: we name, have to really did, dig. Can we name Bastion Booger? Come last on, man!
2: Come on. No, we didn't.
0: But, but that. that might I be another that one. one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Spoiler.
1: Oh, gosh.
2: What, what do we think? What, what do we think of the pay per view on uh, Sunday? Oh, I mean, they got booed out of the arena. It Was not very good. Yeah,
0: they, they were chanting a rival promotion yeah. Na- name at the, at, at the end of the Ooh. show. <laughs> it's not good. Did not
1: the porn company get in on? They trolled yeah. them a little bit on on yeah. uh, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah,
0: about storytelling.
1: Always so. Always good when. Always good when a porn company gets involved in, right. uh, in trolling. Well, yeah,
0: well, and criticizes and criticizing you for, yes. sto- for for bad st- for yes. bad storytelling. All so,
1: all
0: right, we well, should probably end right there before <laughs> we get into more trouble. <laughs> so. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to Graham for producing Just Another Sports
2: Podcast.